Well, yesterday I got my first COVID vaccine. And the question is, is why haven't you got yours? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So the big question is this. How do pastors like us who remain focused on the mission of Jesus and serving our communities without being distracted by everything in the world around us, how do we increase our effectiveness while living a lifestyle that doesn't compromise our health, our families, or our personal relationships with Jesus? That's the question this podcast is going to answer. I'm Dr. Brandon Party Cooper, and welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Welcome. Um, I am sporting my my Regent University sweatshirt. I, uh, I have my chai tea latte from Starbucks because I don't drink coffee. I know many of you do. I'm sorry. I just can't get on that bandwagon. Um, it's raining outside. It's cold. We lost our 70 degree weather. Now it's 50. And so I am, I am in my Thursday cozy feel today. And so uh, however you're doing today, I hope you're doing well and hope you're having just a wonderful start to the day as you close out, uh, this week. And so, so yesterday, um, basically, you know, my wife has been trying to get me to take the COVID vaccine, trying to get me scheduled for the last couple months. And so, um, she is a medical provider. She works in a medical office. She sees roughly 50 patients a day. So she's around just people all the time. And then our kids, they, you know, all of them are in school. We really haven't had any, uh, breaks in school. My oldest son, Aiden, he had two weeks where they went online, but the rest of the time he's been all day, every day, uh, both Emerson, our youngest and Isaiah, our four-year-old, both of them have been going to school. So as a family, we're just, we have a lot of exposure, even though we're social distancing, even though we're wearing masks very uh, consistently, we still have a lot of exposure. And so my wife has been trying to get me scheduled to get the vaccine. Um, but unfortunately, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not a priority uh, in a lot of ways for the vaccine. So it wasn't until just recently that they've kind of opened it up a little bit more. And on, um, let's see, on Tuesday night, uh, she found a place that had some openings yesterday. And so she's like, okay, let's get you in, get the vaccine. And so, so I went yesterday. Um, it was painless. It was super simple, super easy, but I'm telling you what today, my arm is sore. It hurts like crazy. Uh, I feel like Mike Tyson just punched me in the arm and it's hurting. And so, and, and not to mention that, uh, you know, my head is a little swimmy today and my, you know, I got a little bit of a headache. And so my wife, she already had both vaccines and she said that was pretty consistent with her experience, just having, you know, kind of that headache. She said that was the worst part. So, uh, it, it's early in the day. So we'll see how the day goes for me as I, uh, progress through this process. And then in three weeks I have to go get the other vaccine, uh, the second vaccine, and then I'll be all vaccined up apparently. So, but the question is, and this is kind of what I'm posing and, and I understand, you know, I, all of you who have listened to this podcast, who've been on the podcast with me uh, for this last year, you know that I've really not talked a lot about vaccinations. I've really even tried to stay pretty clear of a lot of the controversy and a lot of the issues going around with coronavirus and the vaccines and, and social distancing and masks, all of that. I've stayed away from it. And that's by design. It's on purpose. It, the main reason that I have is not because I don't have opinions, because for all of you who know me, know that I'm not, I don't have a shortage of opinions and I don't have a, a, a fear of sharing those opinions or putting them out there and, and, you know, letting people just deal with them. However, 
I also felt like in this podcast, in our ministry hacker community, there's just a lot of perspectives and a lot of different ideas. And I just felt like I wanted this to be a platform and a space where, uh, where we could kind of get away from that. And we could really focus on ministry and focus on, uh, you know, reaching people and, and helping our churches navigate through all the social distancing requirements and everything else. And so by design over this last year, I've purposely stayed away from it. However, um, I, I, you know, getting the vaccine yesterday, I just felt like, okay, maybe, maybe I just need to lend my voice whatever value that is for you, whether, uh, you know, whether you completely disagree with me, whether you think I'm way off in left field, uh, whether you're cheering and, and, and rooting for what I'm saying, whatever. I personally, I don't really care either way. I just felt like I wanted to share my own perspective and that's all it is on just getting the vaccine. We're just going to isolate and just focus on that because here's my thought as pastors and ministry leaders our our entire focus, what we have chosen to uh, focus our lives on, commit our lives to, is the advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the service to his people. Um, and and I get all of the, some of the arguments. You know, I, I would say the one argument I really can't understand is, you know, that the mark of the beast is or the microchip is inside the vaccine. Uh, that there's so many more efficient ways for the government to give us a microchip than uh, a vaccine. So, um, so I just, that one is one, I just, I'm like, "Ah, I don't really know. That seems pretty far fetched. However, I do understand a lot of the concerns, you know, I understand some of the health risks and health concerns and, you know, even the susceptibility some uh, individuals have to vaccines. So I get all of that. So, so let's put all of that aside because there are people who just simply can't get the vaccine. Um, There are people who really shouldn't get the vaccine because of health concerns um, I'm more talking to all of us who are generally healthy people. Um, you know, we have, uh, you know, we, we don't have a lot of health risks. We don't have any real reasons to not get the vaccine other than maybe, uh, you know, we don't agree with vaccines or, you know, some political perspective or whatever. Um, and so, so I kind of wanted to speak to that just a touch. Because my thought, and and I've gone back and forth with the whole thing, even though my wife is a medical provider and she's, you know, all for the vaccine and she sees it from a medical uh, science perspective and, and, and I value her opinion greatly, but I have struggled along the way to really process through whether or not I wanted the vaccine, even though I knew she would want me to have it and trying to decide if that was the best course of action for me as an individual. Um, and so, so I've really had some reservations along the way. And so, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I've had some, some, some struggles, but at the same time, what really changed my mind and really kind of switched my perspective was the understanding that I am a pastor and ministry leader serving other people. And, and here's my, here's my thought or, you know, my, my thinking behind this. I have people in my community who are at high risk, health risk. Um, I have people in my community that, um, who have, you know, who are susceptible to the coronavirus that I come in contact with, you know, just because I have to, there's no way around it. Um, you know, some people are staying away from church, you know, and, and because of, you know, their health concerns or because of their susceptibility, but other people are, they have to be out in the world. They have to engage with other people. There's no real way around it. Um, and, for me, 
my thought is I'm relatively healthy. You know, I'm almost, you know, I'll be 43 this year. You know, I'm certainly not the, you know, the, the specimen <laughs> that maybe I was at, you know, I like to think that I was at one point in my life. I'm, you know, but I'm relatively healthy. I have some allergies and, you know, things like that, but nothing real, uh, you know, nothing really concerning. So taking the perspective that, um, I'm healthy enough to where I should be able to take the vaccine. Um, I am, am not in need of the vaccine for me necessarily, but in service to other people, my community, people at my church, uh, you know, all the people that my kids come in contact with at school, um, on their sports teams, you know, the people that I see, you know, my friends at Starbucks or uh, my friends at McAllister's or wherever it is that I interact with people, even though I'm wearing a mask and even though I'm, you know, taking all the precautions and social distancing as I can, you know, I feel like my service as a pastor, ministry leader, as a representative of Jesus, as somebody who puts other people before me, I needed to get the vaccine. You know, I have, I have, you know, my grandparents, um, you know, even my parents are, you know, I'm 43. So my parents aren't young. Um, and so I want to be around them. I want to, you know, spend time with them. I want my kids to go and spend time with them. I want to be able to, to do that without being super concerned that I'm exposing them or possibly getting them sick. Um, because the reality is, and I, and I, I don't think anybody listening to this or watching this can argue this fact. We have had such an impact in our country of people who are going through grief right now because they've lost somebody in association with COVID. I have had so many friends that have lost their parents prematurely. I've had so many friends that have lost, you know, their friends or even spouses um, who, you know, and, and the idea is, is it's always older people, but you know, not always. I, you know, I have people in my circles and in, you know, in people that I know who've lost family members and friends and even spouses who are in their twenties and thirties. And so the way I looked at it was, even though I don't really want to get the vaccine because I just don't like shots, I don't really want to go through the hassle of having to go somewhere and do it. You know, I don't have a lot of the, you know, the medical political concerns that other people have. I just felt like I'm a pastor, I'm a ministry leader. I chose years ago to commit my life to the service of other people. I serve others. And so for me, getting the vaccine is not for me. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for others. I'm doing it because I chose to live a selfless life of service to others. And getting the vaccine is a part of living that truth out. Hey, Ministry Hackers, let me pause this podcast for a second to tell you about this powerful tool I created for pastors and ministry leaders just like you who are serious about building an effective discipleship experience. As you know, bringing people into services week after week have shown to be an ineffective discipleship model. Many of us are returning to the drawing board to figure out how we get back to our roots of discipleship in the modern context that we find ourselves in. That's why I created the Design Engaging Discipleship Blueprint. When you purchase the blueprint today, you're going to get the framework and the one sheet that's going to walk you step-by-step step through building a discipleship experience people will be begging to be a part of. The best part is you can have it up and running within just 30 days. The blueprint is going to show you how to 
structure your experience for maximum spiritual growth. It's going to help you with all the tech setup that you need, and it's going to lead you through the process of creating the structure of your experience. My goal is to partner with you in the battle against biblical illiteracy and endeavor to grow disciples to advance the kingdom of God. So for this reason, the blueprint is yours today for only $7. That's right, just $7. I've also thrown in a few bonuses that I'm not going to go into uh, right now, but you can check out on the website at engagingchurchblueprint.com slash design discipleship. You can also find it in the show notes and the description of today's podcast. Check out the website, get the framework and all the bonuses for just $7. All right, let's get you back to this episode of the Ministry Hackers podcast. So my challenge for all of us, I, I, I don't look down on people who don't get the vaccine. That's not where I'm coming from. You know, I really don't even high five or applaud those of you getting a vaccine. I honestly, I'm not making this a political issue or, you know, you know, anything like that. I think all of us need to make the decisions we, 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 we feel comfortable with. But my, I guess my encouragement to you and my challenge to you, I guess, is if you're a pastor and ministry leader and you've said, my service is to other people, then I would say if you're choosing to not get the vaccine, then really spend some time praying, spend some time really seeking God, really spend some time just personally and ask yourself, am I not getting the vaccine because I'm afraid of something, because I you know, feel like God has told me not to do it? Is there a reason greater than the service of, to other people that I'm not getting the vaccine? Because if there's not, if there really isn't a reason more important than serving other people, then I would say sign up and get the vaccine. It's not the silver bullet that some people think it is. It's not going to fix everything, but it will help in the process. It'll help in the whole, you know, in the whole figuring out what to do with COVID. It's going to help. And I realize some of you may not even, you, you, you may not agree with me at all. You may be frustrated. You know, you may even shut me off you know, and be done with ministry hackers and the podcast and, and me and all that. And I get that. And I'm, and that's not my intention. I want to keep everybody in, you know, the ministry hacker family as I can. But I also realized that, you know, I've been quiet and I've been silent and I've, you know, stayed away from it long enough. And now that I have the vaccine, now that my arm hurts like crazy, like some mule kicked me, I just felt like today I needed to say my own perspective, whether people agree with me or not, I get that. But the vaccine is not the silver bullet, but it is service to other people because I don't need it. Other people need me to have it so that I don't put them at risk, so that I don't get them sick. And in the extreme end, so that I'm not the reason that their life is cut short. And if, if all I have to do is go get a vaccine to do that, then I'll do it. I've done a lot harder things in the service of, to other people than getting a vaccine. And I'm sure you have too. And so if you're afraid, if there's fear, if that's where this is all coming from, you know, really take that to God because, you know, scripture says we, we're not designed to have a spirit of fear. That's not how we are designed, especially as pastors and ministry leaders. We are designed to be conquerors and to train up and raise up more conquerors. You know, we're, 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 we're called to follow Jesus and disciple others to follow Jesus. 
We don't have time for fear. We don't have time for, you know, over concern. We don't have time for any of that. And so my challenge and my push and my, you know, hope for all of us is that we all get healthy, that we go back to normal, that things are, you know, the way that they should be. Um, and if getting the vaccine is, is one of the steps in that process, then I want to encourage you to seriously consider doing it. Um, just because, you know, if it saves the life of one person in your family or one person in your church or your faith community, isn't it worth it? So, so that's my, I don't know, my soapbox, I guess for today, just a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of challenge. It does hurt like crazy the next day, at least for me. Uh, other people I know have said that it was fine, but you know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just getting weak in my old age, <laughs> but, um, but it's worth it. Um, and so, so I'll get my next one in three weeks. And so we'll see how all that plays out. But, um, if you choose not to get the vaccine, I get it. And, you know, again, I'm not judging anybody that doesn't, but I just think if you're healthy, if you are able to, um, and if you can schedule and get an appointment to do it, do it. Um, because it's, it's just how we serve others. We serve others. We put ourselves, we put them before us. We serve in a selfless manner. Um, we walk in humility. We walk in, you know, in, in the love that Christ has given us for others and we serve them however we can in whatever way possible we can. And so I just want to encourage you to seek that out, pray to God, you know, really seek his, his face on this. And if he says, no, don't get the vaccine, then don't, please don't. Um, because if God is saying no, then go with no. But if he's not saying no, and he's being pretty silent on the issue, then I would encourage you to really consider getting it just because it's a step in the right direction. And it's hopefully it's going to help all of us in the long run and hopefully get us back to some new sense of normal, whatever in the world that looks like. So, all right. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day and I'll see you in the next episode.